Hey, this is Pastor Holly of Open Door Sanctuary, and welcome to our podcast. We are so glad that you are here, and wherever you're listening from, we believe that God will transform your life through today's message. Be sure to subscribe so that you can get these messages every week, and I pray that you are blessed today. Good morning, beloved. If you will, please journey with me in your life's owner's manual, your basic instruction before leaving earth. Please journey with me to the sixth chapter of the book of Joshua. This morning we will be, uh, and we will look at Joshua chapter six, verses 22 through 25. We have been in Joshua for a few weeks, and I thought that this was going to be one of the last uh, messages in our preparation series, but it appears that we will be here in the book of Joshua just a little bit longer. Amen? Amen. Let us rise. Joshua, the sixth chapter. Verses 20 through 22 through 25, as recorded in the New King James Version of our record, reads as follows. But Joshua had said to, excuse me, but Joshua had said to the two men who had spied out the country, go into the harlot's house, and from there bring out the woman and all that she has, as you swore to her. And the young men went, excuse me, and the young men who had been spies went in and brought out Rahab, her father, her mother, her brothers, and all that she had. So they brought out all her relatives and left them outside the camp of Israel. But they burned the city and all that was in it with fire, only the silver and gold and the vessels of bronze and iron they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. And Joshua spared Rahab the harlot, her father's household, and all that she had. So she dwells in Israel to this day, because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. And Joshua spared Rahab the harlot, her father's household, and all that she had. Gracious Lord and Heavenly Father God, we come before your throne of grace this morning, Lord, asking that you would clear our hearts, asking that you would clear our minds, asking that you would clear our souls that we would receive a message from you. 
Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. May my soul look up with steadfast hope, and my will be lost in thine. Amen. 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 I promise you this morning, I will not be before you long. And Joshua spared Rahab the harlot, her father, and all that she had. My brothers and my sisters, if you will, focus with me this morning upon the thought. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. Joshua, the successor to Moses, the children of Israel, the spies, and Rahab, the harlot. All examples of people, all examples of a community whom one wouldn't have immediately thought of being taken care of, of being protected, considering their circumstances, you see. God will take care of you. We're all familiar with the story of Joshua and the battle of Jericho, but are we really? We've all heard of the name Rahab. We've all heard of the name Rahab over the years. And we may have, over the course of our years, even referred to others as a Rahab. But what do we really know about Rahab other than she was a harlot? Rahab was indeed a harlot. Rahab was the mother of a familiar name, Boaz. Rahab is, Rahab is an ancestor of David. Rahab is an ancestor of Jesus the Christ. Rahab the harlot. Whoever would have thought, whoever would have thought that such a person could be used for God's purpose. Rahab, the Israelites, Joshua, Rahab. Let me go back. 
the Israelites, Moses, Joshua, Rahab. You see, God will take care of you. Our text this morning is a culmination of the attack on Jericho. It is the entry of the Israelites into the first city they entered in Canaan, the promised land. It is, it is, it is Joshua keeping the covenant that was made with a woman whom by many accounts would be considered less than. a woman that would be considered less than. It is Joshua keeping the covenant with, with, that was made with a woman who would be considered, who most would consider less than. That was made with her and the spies that were sent out to survey the city of Jericho in Canaan. The promised land. It is God, our text this morning, it is God keeping covenant promise with the children of Israel, whom, although they had forsaken God, over and over and over again, it is God keeping his covenant promise with the children of Israel whom had been both unfaithful and faithless. You see, the story is a story. It is God keeping his covenant promise with the children of Israel who had repeatedly been disobedient, who had rebelled against, who had resisted doing what God had told them to do. You see, our text this morning is the culmination. It is the climax of the saga of the Israelites with God remaining true to his word, with God remaining true to his covenant with Abraham. Even though the children of Israel, the descendants of Abraham, had repeatedly, had repeatedly gone against the will of God, had repeatedly gone against what God had commanded them to do. Yet, yet God still took care of them. He cared for them enough to allow them to survive by allowing them to sell themselves into slavery. He cared for them while they were in bondage to 
the Egyptians, Brother Don. He cared for them while they were fleeing from the Egyptians. He cared for them after they had crossed the Red Sea and the Egyptians were swallowed up by that same body of water. He cared for them while they were in the wilderness. He cared for them while they complained and murmured in the wilderness and wished that Moses had left them when, under the care of the Egyptians. They told Moses, you should have just let us die. Yes! In their faithlessness, yes, in their unbelief, yes, in their situation, yes, in their circumstances, God continued to care for them. Even though they did not understand, even though they did not realize in their circumstances of bondage, God cared for them. In their circumstances of fleeing from Pharaoh, God cared for them. You see, God is true to his word. Whatever he says he's going to do, he's going to do. God will care for you. God cared for the children of Israel in their disbelief while they were in their wilderness. He cared for them while they were crossing the Jordan. He cared for them even though they might have been unworthy. He cared for them even though they may not have been deserving. God took care of them. And just like God took care of them, even in their rebellion, even in their faithlessness, even in their disobedience, I'm here to tell you this morning that regardless of what circumstances you may find yourself in, that regardless of the faithlessness you may find yourself in, that regardless of the disobedience you may find yourself in, God will take care of you. But Joshua, hallelujah, but Joshua has said to the two men who spied out the country, go into the harlot's house and from there bring out the woman and all that she has as you swore to her. And the young men who had spied went in and brought out Rahab, brought out her father, brought out her mother, brought out her brothers, and brought out all that she had. The word tells us. So they brought out all of her relatives and left them outside the camp of Israel. But they, eh, hallelujah. They left them outside of the camp of Israel. And then they burned the city and all that was in it. And Joshua spared Rahab the harlot. Joshua spared her father's household. Joshua has spared all that she had because God was taking care of Rahab. And just like God can take care of Rahab, God will take care of 
you. Now, we've been in Joshua for a couple of weeks. And by this point in our text, by this point in our text, Joshua the warrior, Joshua the successor to Moses, has already led the children of Israel out of the wilderness. He's already circumcised all the men because, of all, because all the men who are now left were born in the wilderness and had not been circumcised because they had not been, hallelujah, because they had been disobedient. At this point in our text, text, the manna has already stopped and the children of Israel had already started eating the produce, had already started eating the fruit of the land. You see, God was taking care of them. Joshua, at this point in the text, has already led the Israelites across the Jordan on dry ground. This is the second time that God made a way for the children of Israel to cross a body of water on dry ground. You see, God was taking care of them and they didn't even realize it. Joshua, the spies at this point in our story this morning, have already returned from being taken care of, returned from being hidden from the king's search party by Rahab because she had faith, because she believed that God had given the land to the Israelites. You see, God took care of those spies. The Canaanites had already heard of the stories of God's protection of these Israelites. The Canaanites had already heard that the Israelites were headed their way. They had already heard how God delivered them from bondage. They had already heard about how God had parted the Red Sea. They had already heard about these children, about this group of people, about these Israelites that had crossed the Red Sea on dry ground. You see, the Canaanites had already heard of the Egyptian pharaoh. They had already heard that the pharaoh's army had been drowned. And now, now they had heard that the Israelites had crossed the Jordan on dry ground and were headed their way. They were headed toward Canaan. And as a result, as a result, Sister Dunn, of, of, of what they heard, Sister Tippins, as a result of what they heard God had done for the Israelites, they were afraid. They were terrified. The word doesn't, our, the record doesn't use those words. But if you go back and you read it for yourself, you will see 
that they were Canaan's, Canaanites were terrified. You will see that they were afraid, that they would now find themselves about to be seized by the very same Israelites led by their God, whom they have now come to believe that the God of the Israelites was indeed the God in heaven above and on earth below. You see, God will take care of you, beloved. God will take care of you, brother. Our text this morning is a text of hope. Our story this morning is a story of hope. It's a story of reassurance. That regardless, my brothers, that regardless, my sisters, of whatever condition you may find yourself in, that God, too, will take care of you. God took care of Joshua in his fear and insecurity. God took care of the Israelites even in their disobedience, even in their unfaithfulness, even in their punishment for their faithlessness. God took care of the Israelites in their 40 years of wandering through the wilderness. God took care of Rahab, a harlot, a Gentile, the mother of Boaz, and her family because she had faith even in she had faith. And even in her situation, even in her prostitution, she believed in God. God took care of the spies sent by Joshua into Jericho when they were being hunted by those who meant them no good. Who meant them no good. Some of us this morning find ourselves in situations beyond our control. And I'm here to remind you this morning that when you find yourselves, brothers and sisters, when you find yourselves in doubt, God, through Jesus the Christ, will take care of you. Just like he took care of the Israelites. I'm here to remind you this morning that when you find yourself in the midnight hour, worrying about the doctor's report, know that God will take care of you. I'm here to remind you this morning that when you find yourself in the midnight hour, worrying about how you're going to make those ends meet, know that God will take care of you. I'm here to tell you this morning that when you find yourself worrying about that sick child, know that God will take care of you. I'm here to remind you this morning that when you find yourself 
himself trying to figure out whether to quit that job and start that new gig or start your own gig, know that God, my brothers and my sisters, will take care of you. I'm here to remind you this morning that when you find yourself Entering that season of grief where you've lost your husband, where you've lost your wife, where you've lost your mother, when you've lost your father, when you've lost your son, when you've lost your daughter, know that God will take care of you. I'm here to remind you this morning that when you find your back up against the wall and you don't know how you're going to make it, know that God will take care of you. I'm here to remind you this morning that when you find yourself needing to quit that addiction, whether it's addiction to drugs, whether it's an addiction to cigarettes, whether it's an addiction to liquor, whether it's an addiction to beer, whether it's an addiction to overeating, whether it's an addiction to TV binging, whatever it is, know this morning that God will take care of you. I'm here to remind you again this morning that when you find yourself worrying that God doesn't love you because of what you do, hallelujah, or because of what you've done, just like Rahab, know that God, hallelujah, just like Rahab, know that God will take care of you. I'm here to remind you this morning that when you find yourself still wandering in the wilderness like the children of Israelites, know that God will take care of you. Someone this morning needs to know that whatever condition you find yourself in this morning, that God has not forsaken you, that God has not forgotten you, and that God wants you to know that he will take care of you. That God, through Jesus, the Christ will take care of you. God will take care of you. So when you find yourself being released from whatever incarceration you might have been in, physically, mentally, spiritually and even emotionally everything's going to be all right because God will take care of you I say everything's going to be all right because God will take care of you oh I don't think you heard me this morning everything is going to be all right because God will I said God will I said, God will take care of you. Hallelujah. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. Hallelujah. The choir sang this morning, Be not dismayed, Whatever betide, God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide, God will take care of you. God will take care of you. Through every day, over all the way, he will take care 
of you. God will take care of you. Through days of toil, when heart doth fail, God will take care of you. When dangers fierce path assail, God will take care of you. All you may need, he will provide. God will take care of you. He will take care of you. God will take care of you. Come on, musicians. God will take care of you. Hallelujah! God will take care of you. I'm a witness. God will take care of you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you all I know firsthand. God will take care of you. Yeah, God will take care of you. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. Um, Rahab, the prostitute, Rahab, the prostitute, made the right choice. She went with God instead of going with the evil people of Jericho. And because she did this, hear me, Joshua, because she, Rahab, did this, Joshua spared her and her family from the battle of Jericho. Because she did this, Joshua spared her and her family from death and destruction. Thank you for joining us today, and I pray that you enjoyed this podcast. A special thanks goes out to those of you who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. Also, thank you to those of you who are a part of Open Door Sanctuary, whether you support us financially, serve with us, or you just share these messages. It's because of all of you that we are able to reach people around the world. If you've enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends and family. Again, we thank you for listening. Now go out and live victoriously.